We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the award-winning Roto-Warrior Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by WinBet. It's Friday, April 1st, 2022. Alex Berutha with Shannon McEwen and Ken K. Train Kreitz. All aboard! This is our last podcast for the 2021-2022 season. Not an April Fool's joke. Uh, been a, a hell emotional. of a ride. Little, little emotional, yeah. If there's just long periods of silence with weeping and deep breathing in the back, the occasional muffled scream into a pillow, <laughs> you will know why uh, Ken wow. is having a hard time. Uh, Shannon's actually smiling. Couldn't be yeah. happy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's let's just jump right into it before we all get too emotional. Last oh, night, Alex. Giannis Antetokounmpo delivered 44 points, including the game-winning free throws as the Bucs defeated the Nets 120-119 in overtime at Brooklyn. Giannis, 14 for 21 from the field, 14 oh. rebounds, 6 assists over 39 minutes, carried the Bucs on a night where Middleton and Holiday shot 10 for 30. I thought Holiday still had a great game. Middleton got ejected in the fourth quarter for a careless foul on Bruce Brown. Uh, got a flagrant two for it. Was not his best move. Um, a little surprised at the front flagrant two. We'll move on. Durant. So he missed both of his attempts at game winners with tough shots at the end of regulation. And another tough three as overtime expired. Uh, still went for 26, 11, and 7. That's just Durant. Lopez only played 21 minutes in his eighth game back. Uh, was noticeably absent down the stretch. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Last six starts, 12 points, four rebounds, 1.3 threes, 1.2 blocks. Um, not those are relatively standard numbers for Lopez at this point in his career, but is a free agent, uh, or not a free agent, but like a waiver wire pickup potentially. Um, Bucks have Ken. four games next week. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Ken? Well, I mean, the thing with uh, Lopez is if you need threes, you know, and most centers don't have them, he qualifies there. So, you know, if this is all about the last second category push <laughs> you need, uh, he could be the rare free. I don't, I don't know what's his ownership, uh, Shannon. You see ownership for Lopez? Yeah, I can have that in just one. Tick ownership percentage fifty four percent on Yahoo forty one percent on ESPN. There you go. So if you need threes, you're not going to get them from your regular center. Lopez is an option in about half a leagues. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Kent. Yeah, Kent. You have some points in our notes here about how much you Crit- love the Bucks uniforms. Critical points. <laughs> Critical small <laughs> points to make. Whoa. One. I love. Those white Bucks uniforms they wore last night with the green and a little purple, the great nod back to the Glenn Robinson, Ray Allen unis of old when they had the giant buck head thing coming through the chest. Second, I love watching Thanasis shamelessly cheer on his brother Giannis when Giannis is on fire. He's a better cheerleader than ML Carr during the Celtic dynasty years, in my opinion. 
neither of those points have anything to do with fantasy, but I, I needed to state them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had the Antetokoum bros a whole the thing at All-Star Weekend. Uh, so everybody who's been on the loop got to see how much uh, the Nassus really gets into this it. This is the last pot of the year. I got to get everything off my chest, Alex. <laughs> right. I do I do have a Bucks-related question for you guys. After these past two monster games hmm. from Giannis, you know, the Bucks are now half a game out of first place in the East. Is he has he leapfrogged Jokic and Embiid to be your MVP MVP favorite? I was kind of thinking about that last night. I kind of lightly posted to Ken before the podcast. Um I still think it's Jokic right now, but I do I do think these final games will matter actually. Because he's been Gian- he's Giannis been so dominant. Giannis has been amazing. Yes. He's yes. been fantastic, but so much more help than Jokic has on the Nuggets. What do you think, Shannon? He he has more help uh, than Jokic has with the Nuggets currently. If both teams were healthy, I don't think that's true. But, uh, but the Nuggets haven't been healthy since no, like mid-season no, they last haven't. year yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. MP, with, with Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray out, I understand that argument. And that's fine. Uh, I, I think the difference with, with Giannis is just the fact that he's such a monster on the defensive end as well. Um, and it's hard. It, it, it's just voter fatigue. I, I, be, I firmly believe if Giannis didn't already have some MVPs in his back pocket, that he would be the current favorite uh, in the betting markets. But you know what? As long as the Bucks are winning, Giannis doesn't care. And that's one of the reasons we love Giannis. Giannis's last 18 games, 33 points on 60% shooting, 13 rebounds, five and a half assists, 1.4 blocks, 1.2 steals. Delicious. In 34 Delicious. minutes. Uh, yeah. He's no resting. No resting. No like, oh, I'm tired. But now <laughs> now we get to move on to yes. you know, the even, big news. Uh, more uh, sensible big. news. Something way more exciting. Uh, Detroit. Yes, the Detroit Pistons beat the Philadelphia 76ers 102 to 94 last Hello. Night. Big game from Cade. 27 points. 12 for 20 from the floor, six dimes, four steals. Detroit's bench outscored Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia's bench 39 to eight. Uh, Ken, tell me, tell me about, tell me about this game a little bit. Well, did you see Doc kind of throw mm-hmm. James Harden under the bus a bit in the post game presser? So when he was asked about the bench struggling, the the Sixer bench struggling, which you just highlighted, Shannon, Doc said, "quote They didn't struggle." You know, they didn't get a lot of shots, you know, in their defense. I think that stretch, it was more James, you know, um, than them. Harden shot four of 15 on the game, did have seven dimes. But I just love Rivers just poking the bear, you know, like mm-hmm. he's one of the few coaches with the gravitas who can basically say, hey, superstar on my team, you're not playing well. And that's a problem. And we're coming to playoff crunch time. You know, get off your ass, play a little more team ball, stop pounding the rock for 23 seconds. I loved it. And it's, I loved your Pistons getting a big W. Yeah, yeah. It's Harden was horrendous in the second half. Uh, I believe he only had four points in the second half or something along those lines. Um, but the big news of the night was really Cade, uh, in my in, in my unbiased opinion. Uh, just Just a monster night from the rookie. Uh, for the month of March, he closed out the month of March, 14 games, 36.6 minutes. And these are his unbelievable averages, 22.9 points, 5.9 rebounds, 7 assists, 1.4 steals, shooting 48% from the floor, 82.6% from the free throw line, and 32% from downtown. When his free when his three-point shot comes finely tuned and he's hitting 37 38%, maybe higher, He's going to be unstoppable. Future MVP candidate should be the rookie of the year after his huge finish to the season. We'll, we'll have to see what happens the next, what, 10 days or so that we have. But he's been an absolute beast. Uh, if you if you don't believe he's a legit contender uh, for, for rookie of the year, you basically stopped watching basketball two months ago. Um, he he's been be. unbelievable. When you're, the, when you're the number one pick, you should be a legit contender for a rookie yes. of the year. And he was, I will yeah, say this yeah, though. Yeah. I will say this. I love Scotty Barnes defense. They don't, they don't, they don't measure that as well or care 
in rookie of the year voting. But the Barnes defense, his ability to guard one through five, it's got Barnes has 1.9 stocks per game. Yep. In in a normal year, Scotty Barnes would be a great candidate for rookie of the year. Mobley, I love both of those players. I love them both long term. But what Cade's doing is generational, uh, a generational type rookie of the year. And that's not even an exaggeration. He he's the 17, five and a half, five and a half that he's averaging. Only 10 players in NBA history have ever done it. Uh, every time he checks off whatever kind of statistical statistical accomplishment, you know, the, the amount he hit, I think it was 1,000 points, uh, 325 rebounds, 325 assists through through his first 60 games of, the, of his career. And you look at the five or six players who have done that previously, it's Jordan, it's Magic Johnson, Oscar Robinson, uh, Trey Young, and Luca. It's like an insane, I don't, I'm sure Young might not be one of them, but it's an insane list. And every single list that, that Cade's a part of, it's those guys. So it, 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 it hasn't gotten the media attention that it deserves, but he is really having that great of a rookie year. Nice to see his shoot, shooting percentage get up to essentially 42% because it was low 30s earlier, right? Wasn't it the first half season, 35, something? Well, he's getting guarded as if he's yeah. as if he's right. James Harden or, or right. a, a super. He didn't get much player. help last night. He didn't get no, much help, no. help last night in that win either. No, they the team teams have been running double teams at him all season, and he's he's got the talent to break through and still be productive. the The efficiency will come. He also he doesn't get to the free throw line nearly as much as he should. You know that's kind of just the rookie disrespect thing. Eventually, he's going to begin to line more. Uh, the future is bright in Detroit. They were doubling teaming Cunningham even when Kelly Olenek was on the floor. Which is dangerous. <laughs> exactly. Oh, boy. All right. Well, in other news from last night, let's go to Chicago, where DeMar DeRozan dropped 50 points in an overtime 135-130 home win over the Clippers. DeMar shot 17 of 26. Hello. And 14 of 15 from the charity stripe. He had six dimes. He had five boards. And only two turnovers in over 43 minutes of run. Hello. Vooch was 22 points, 14 rebounds. Uh, and, hey, let's, let's, not, let's not forget, Paul George was in his second game back for these Clippers. Posted a respectable 22 points, five boards, four dimes. Um, Reggie Jackson with a shocking 34 points. Uh, anyway, playoff-wise, the implications here, the Bulls have a real chance to catch Philadelphia or Boston for that fourth spot, especially with Boston reeling a little with Time Lord out. Clippers are very much locked into the eighth seed, which means play-in out west. But guys, now that PG is back, who would you rather face in the playoffs, the Bulls or the Clippers? Uh, that's a tough question. I, I still think the Clippers, but... It's close. I mean, I think the Clippers are better coached. Paul George is better than DeMar DeRozan. Uh, mm -hmm. But I do think Chicago's supporting cast. You don't think Paul George better than DeMar DeRozan, Chad? Uh, I, I'm going to speak more to DeRozan in a moment. Okay. Um, I think I think Chicago is a better supporting cast. Um, yeah, obviously, if the Clippers had Kawhi, I would rather – I just would not want to play the – the Clippers, but with that not being the case, I would I would rather play them right now. I agree. I agree with that. Um, DeRozan, uh, you know, speaking more on DeRozan, it's just unbelievable. Age thirty two season, he he scored the most points of his career. Um, yeah, he, he had a quote after the game, you know, that he's gotten better with age, and it's unbelievable. I mean, if if you draft him in fantasy this year, I was totally avoiding him. Um, I, I don't think I landed them in maybe, maybe one or two best we, ball We dogged that whole thing. lineup. We yeah. were like, there's too many ball hogs on that that bull squad. And we kind of, at least we blew it for DeRozan. It's un, it's just unbelievable. How I mean, he, he's been, he's he's evolved as a playmaker throughout the years. Uh, you know, he averaged almost seven assists per game last year. Um, so that's not a new facet of his, of his game. But, you know, 28, five and five, uh, age 32, shooting over 50% from the floor, 87% from the line. Um, you know, he still doesn't really take or hit three-pointers, but but it, it is amazing how good he's become 
how much better he gets, you know, even at this age. And, and kudos to you if you had him on your fantasy team. I I thought Lonzo, Levine, and Booch was going to be too much, you know, too too many too many solid players and not enough balls. But uh, DeRozan's just been a beast. And no, no, he's not better than Paul George. I just think I think they are closer than. Yeah, they're they're basically the same age. George is 31, DeRozan's 32. Uh, yeah, when it's been three seasons since George has put together a year like DeRozan has this year. Um, you know, 28 points per game, five and five. I know George has played with Kawhi and, and other other players, but this season's almost you know it's it's damn close to as good as any season Paul George has had. George is just he hits threes. He helps. He's a more complete fantasy player. Um, if you're looking at just from the fantasy side and a more complete player overall, but it, there, there can be a debate about it, but yes, I still side with George. Well, what I love fantasy wise, you, you mentioned, yeah, he's never been much of a three point shooter, though. He still hit 0.7 a game. I mean, there was some production, but he's scoring career high while having fabulous percentage, high volume percentages mm -hmm. you know so he's taking 20 shots a night and shoot yeah hitting almost 51 percent of them plus 88 or 87 percent from the free throw line again on high volume that's right. delicious that more than makes up for the oh, less than one threes a game a high, right a high volume wing like that shooting right. 50 percent from the floor is, is fantastic like mason pumley hits 50 percent. you're like great that's on four shots you know right math right. math <laughs> uh we had trey young score 30 points in a 131 107 home win over cleveland who is very much struggling without evan mobley or jared allen four and six in their last 10 Last night was the second half of a back-to-back, -back, but again, they missed Mobley for two straight in addition to Allen. We have Moses Brown rising from the dead to start at center. with 15... Parting the key. Yeah. Uh, Moses, yeah. Former, uh, <laughs> former, OKC, Celtic. former Celtic. Former Celtic. Former OK, Maverick. Former Maverick. Former OKC tank. Uh, I, I, master. I, I don't know. He was... You got a two-way two contract with Cleveland. Yeah, the um, the Olivier Saar before Olivier, Olivier Saar existed. Yeah, he <laughs> Moses Brown walked so Olivier Saar could run. <laughs> Moses Brown had 15 points, 13 rebounds, one block in 26 minutes. Got a second start in a row. Lavert only nine points after his 32-point effort on Wednesday. It's been a struggle for him since joining Cleveland between injuries and um, just not being able to touch the ball because Garland is all over the place with it. Um, I know this because I have him in fantasy. The 10 <laughs> East teams are set as New York and Washington both eliminated from the playing tournament despite valiant Bing efforts bong. from Obi Toppin and Thomas Sadoransky. Um, <laughs> Our boy, Thomas Sadoransky. They, uh, the, Wes Unseld was starting Raul Neto for like 15 games and then just benched him completely. Just told him to pack his stuff and go home and then started Thomas Sadoransky, who was playing like eight minutes a game. What happened? Well, they're both terrible, but like, yeah, there's a, a you know, this is Sadoransky's glorious return to the Washington lineup, baby. This True, is yes. the, the prodigal son coming home. The fans demanded it. It must have been like a fan thing. Like, Revolt. it's like when, yeah, like when the, yeah, like the like the Thunder who signed Lindy Waters, who played for Oklahoma State and shot like thirty eight percent from the field as a senior. Uh, I not I think it's like that. It's like a home. Alex, home if you're gonna have a terrible point guard, go with the one that's eight inches taller. Basically, that's the rule of thumb here with NATO versus Sadoransky. I mean, he's averaging just a gaudy six points and six assists and becoming a starter. It's just uh, incredible stuff. You can't you can't bench that kind of production. <laughs> nine assists, nine assists since becoming a starter. He's a beast. He's actually worth a pickup. If you are oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I was I was looking at. Right. I we can bash him, I, and I am totally on board with that. Uh, <laughs> I, I you know, but they're getting the minutes. He's getting a ton of minutes. Let's see Washington he, next week. Yeah, he's getting the minutes. He he, he and he will help with assists. You know, his most recent game. Against Orlando, 
27 minutes, zero points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists, zero steals, zero blocks. And the Wizards. Wizards have four games next week, so Sadoransky is an option. He, uh, you just got to feed Porzingis. That's what it's all about at this point. Um, yeah, Porzingis is uh, Porzingis having a little bit of a revival in Washington. Not that that's surprising. Well, someone's got to shoot. That's the classic. Yeah, Kuzma's that is the out. classic garbage points on a tarot on a trash team. Stats getting inflated. Someone's gonna someone's gonna overbid for Porzingis next year based on this month and a half run, and it ain't gonna happen. Bradley Beal's like, yeah, that's my ball. Thank you. <laughs> in uh in injury news um and our contractually ob- obligated lakers talk boo uh, while, while nick isn't here anthony <laughs> davis expected to return tonight lebron probably a game time call i'll keep it quick because i looked at it and i'm not sure anybody who's fantasy relevant will be affected uh so i maybe malik monk but if you were rostering i don't know who else you were rostering I just don't know. Yeah, uh, Reeves, Wenyan, Gabriel. Lakers 14 games under 500 outside looking in at the play-in, which is where I think LeBron wants to be. Ken said it before the podcast, but ESPN's homepage right now is LeBron yelling at Russell Westbrook and just pointing, uh, which is pretty funny. Yeah, even though For, really Forget the headlines. two awesome, the three awesome games last night. They got LeBron, number one story. Ridiculous. I mean, who Ridiculous. cares about Cade Cunningham? It's... LeBron's yelling at Russ again. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, Fan feedback, Ken. Let's do it. Yeah. Simple question for you guys from super fan Tyler S. He wants to know, should I drop Steph Curry? Is he done for the year? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I would drop him. Yeah. He hasn't started contact work yet as of yesterday. So unless he ramps up to contact, plays five on five within the next like 10 days, because I think the regular season ends in 10 days. I'm if your fantasy league goes to the very, very end of the season, I mean, maybe hang on to him, but I think you'll. I would just drop them at this point. They have five games left, right? So they play Saturday, tomorrow, Sunday, April 3rd, and then three games the the final three, four days of the season, Thursday, April 7th, April 9th, April 10th. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's definitely not coming back this weekend. So Saturday, Sunday, he's out. Even if he were to come back for some odd reason, you know, they just aren't updating keeping us updated on, on his progress. 
he's not he's not gonna play a back-to-back set um and same same for the final two games of the season he's not gonna play a back-to-back set so even if he were to miraculously heal and return tomorrow he's gonna sit sunday he's gonna sit one of the final two games of the season so you have three games at most uh odds are you have zero games i i really don't think they're gonna rush him back um maybe one game but i would i would absolutely drop him We've got a lot of four-game suggestions in our waiver wire section that would be much better way to go, right? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they're one for seven in their past eight. Turns out they need Steph Curry to play well. Let's uh, let's jump. Let's jump to the waiver wire. Um, we have sixteen teams with four games next week. Everyone else has three. The NBA loading the schedule up at the end of the year. Uh, I think the last day of the season has all 30 teams in action, unless I'm mistaken. So keep that in mind for two that weeks is true. from now. That is true. You are not mistaken. Everyone's playing That's, that's going to be a fun day. Uh, let's jump to my available in 50% of leagues players. Uh, or player. DeAnthony Melton, who is only 26% rostered in Yahoo. Although maybe that's, I may have, he's less than 50%. Let's put it that way. Uh Past six games, 19.8 points, five rebounds, 1.3 assists. Grizzlies on a four-game week. Morant. Uh, Morant's been out. And will – his the update on him is – so our, on March 24th, we had an update that he's out at least two weeks. So we're assuming Morant is out for basically this entire upcoming week or most of the upcoming week, and that's reevaluated in two weeks. That's not he's back in two weeks. So. They're also locked as the number two seed, so they've really got nothing to risk or play for here. At the end, nothing to play for. Um, there will be some players resting today. We'll touch on that later, but Melton is not expected to rest, so should have a big game today and going forward. And they're playing Ten. Melton and and Tyus Jones together some, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it's working out well. I mean, they're very different players, uh, right. so it sort of works out. But yeah, both both smaller guards. Ken, well, who's your guy? I'm going to go to the train wreck that is the current Portland Trailblazers. We're talking earlier in the show about Moses uh, Brown back from the dead. How about Ben McLemore in your dumpster fire Trailblazers? Portland's got four games next week and are in full tank mode. The last six games, McLemore has played 26 minutes a game. Scored 19 points uh, with almost four three-pointers while shooting a very respectable 49% from the field, 85% from the charity stripe, and 1.7 stocks um, per game. So there's a crazy amount of minutes to be had for these trailblazers, and they're giving Ben all the run and the brightest green light possible. He's only, by the way, he's rostered 11% of Yahoo, 1% of ESPN. He is available. Yeah, those, those Portland players are crazy. Anyone you can stream in who's getting minutes is worth it. Yeah, my uh, my buddies were over the other day, and it was the first time I had officially, we sat down and watched Houston versus Portland. <laughs> that was the event that you said, I got to have it the was guys not, It was not the event. <laughs> It was not the event, but the the previous event, which I don't remember what game we were watching. Oh, Dallas, Minnesota. We were watching that game, which got out of hand. Right. And then the next most interesting game that night uh, was Houston, Portland. Uh, so that's it was what the first everyone's time having I... that one drink they regret in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> then it turned ugly. We're watching Portland, and I drank another shooter. Got to see a Jalen Green windmill dunk uh, live, though. So that was that was honestly worth it uh shannon it's time we're going back to motown killing hayes is my recommended pickup for the final week of the season hayes has been a top 50 fantasy player over the past week uh over the past five six games he's playing 30 minutes he's still coming off the bench behind Corey joseph but as i mentioned last week dwayne casey said that this is the time for killing to step up to really have the team evaluate him, give him that extra experience. So he's going to be out there playing boatloads of minutes. Um, he's playing quality minutes too. He's averaging, like I said, six games, 30 minutes, 10.7 points, five rebounds, 3.7 assists, 2.0 steals. So that that's really 
um, where he stepped up. His his shooting's encouraging too. It's only six games, but 49% from the floor, 75% from the line. Um, this this a guy. He, he's 20 year old kid who uh, just just completed his 82nd game as a professional basketball player. He he's only had, he has one season underneath him. He he's not a bust yet. We can't label him that. He's showing signs. If you need steals, Killian Hayes is the guy to target. Bill's a box score. I mean, the 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 shooting's been efficient. He's given you like five rebounds, five assists, pretty consistently. I mean, he's a he's a he's a full endorsement. A hundred percent deserves to be rostered. I mean, not a bad backcourt mate. If uh, Cade's going to be taking 23, 24 shots, it's hard to have Hayes and Stewart in the starting lineup. That's a lot of not offense. Yeah, yes. and I mean it. Hayes still has time to develop in the offseason, right? Like, if for this season, what he needs to do is play defense and pass a little bit, that's fine. And then next year, they can try to work things out more. His shooting will improve. I, I firmly believe that, Ken. And, and also, I mean, the Pistons are, are going to draft a big man uh, yeah. with their early their early pick this year. And, and, you know, they'll add Jabari Smith or whoever it may be uh, and, and have a nice one-two punch with Sadiq Bey and Hayes and whoever, Stewart or Bagley just providing assistance um I, it's it's very encouraging what we're what we're seeing as uh or what i'm seeing as a pistons fan i, I think killing there is something there um and he shouldn't be written off yet this might be the most positive pistons podcast we've done in two and a half years three years of this i, I mean you yeah please ignore please ignore my previous stan stanley johnson hype or anything else right <laughs> That uh, that is noted. <laughs> my uh, my long shot of the week, Goga Patatze in the um, the Isaiah Hartenstein honorary long shot spot <laughs> now goes to Goga. Periodically, he is missing time with a persistent foot injury, which is why he is twenty eight percent rostered and not forty eight percent rostered. But his past six appearances all starts. 16 and a half points on 58% shooting, six and a half rebounds, two and a half assists, 1.3 steals, 1.2 blocks, 1.23s. has been playing very well as the Pacers deal with uh, a lot of injuries, uh, some real, some not, uh, especially Isaiah Taylor, or uh, not Isaiah Taylor, Isaiah Jackson and Terry Taylor. Um, Ken, before, before we get your long shot, I wanted to get your opinion and I wanted you to air your um you know i just wanted to know grant williams is up for teammate of the year i would just like to know if you can uh speak on his uh his teammate stag i said all what have you seen this year oh, they, that makes they grant love williams? the social media goofing in the locker room with grant he gave okay. everyone super hero assignments a week or two ago mm. he's been jokingly calling himself batman in a sarcastic oh. manner that everyone finds amusing yeah, and he, you know, he actually has improved his game where he's able to, on the offensive side, either now hitting, shooting really well for three, but he's actually added a pump fake drive to the hoop where he's doing okay. As Celtics fans, he just we, we have a love hate with him because he'll he'll miss a layup, but then like two two plays later he'll make a Marcus Smart like defensive play. He's a, he's a bench he's a bench glue guy. He's a great bench glue guy. He should never start more than five games a season. But uh, he got the he also got the team staff Christmas gifts each of the last two years. Not not like his teammates, but like the Celtic office staff, like the receptionists and the trainers. He got them all Christmas presents the last few years. So that's a ton kind of, of a, it's a ton of Grant Williams jerseys. I uh, another well, I, him, I think he made him a jelly. I think he made like a homemade jelly that was his gift, like a jar with their faces on it or something. Interesting. My final note on this because it's not relevant at all. Uh, a final, a final out of the video. Another sure. final, <laughs> another finalist, Kevin Love for teammate of the year. That's just because supermodels, supermodels. Every after, party Love has for the Cavs, he's like, "Hey, super hot model fiance, can you have five of your supermodel friends fly in for this Cavs party?" On the cover of GQ, I get it, but like. For three years straight, he was one of the worst teammates worst. in the league. Like, I don't get to just be a terrible employee at, for three years and then start caring. And they're like, you know who deserves a raise? 
<laughs> yeah. He, yeah, isn't he on the all overpaid team? Uh, I yeah. would think. Yeah, Kevin Love. If it, if Grant Williams loses to Kevin Love, I'm going to be angry. I didn't know this was even a category, but uh, okay. Redemption arc. Um, who, gives okay. award, who gives that award out, by the way? Is that sporting? Who gives news? it out? Tyman uh, uh, Stokes? Twyman Stokes? I don't know how that's pronounced. I've never. What is that? Is that an organization? Is that a person? <laughs> Uh, we can, uh, what you know, why don't you get to your long shot of the week? Uh, yes, my long shot of the week, Moses Brown, your starting center, playing way more than Kevin Love for the Cleveland Cavaliers. No Mobley, no Allen. Kevin Love can't handle the minutes. He was our cover guy last week, and I'll say he had one great game and a couple duds, uh, when they had five games last week. Um, Moses Brown might be my first pick, but the Cavaliers have only three games. Basically, just looking at a lot of points, rebounds, and blocks is going to get shameless stats because they don't have any healthy bigs. Marking in soft, he might as well be 6'4", the way he plays. Uh, anyway, so Moses Brown rostered in only 10% of Yahoo, only 2% of ESPN leagues. Just enjoy the Brown run, baby. Will, I never enjoyed the Brown run, um, but... But my one concern with Moses Brown is he is absolutely atrocious on defense. Uh, Clint Capella last night had 29 fantasy points in the first quarter. Clint Capella only had played 23 minutes last night because that game was so out of hand. And one of the reasons is because Cleveland cannot do anything up front with Moses Brown in the game. You know, I, I used to love looking at the box scores last year with Moses Brown, you know, do, grabbing, doing, uh, pulling out a, a 2020 game out of nowhere when he was with OKC. Um, now I understand after actually watching that game last night. Because he weighs like five pounds. He's like five or six pounds, right? He's like a piece of yeah, balsa right. wood in the key. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's his defensive instincts and effort are just not there. And, and I understand why he's been on 18 teams this season. Yeah. So, yeah, I he he's he like a game. Hassan Whiteside bulk up institution wherever that is, and just gain weight. Hope some of it turns to muscle. That's he is a poor man's Hassan Whiteside. Thank you. Yeah. That's exactly what he is. Uh, thin poor man's Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> I did I did the quick research necessary in the Twyman Stokes Award. Uh, it was actually a tra- <laughs> I hate to announce that this is in fact. I like I use the word necessary. Uh, I, I hate to announce this is, in fact, a tragic story. Jack Twyman became the legal guardian of his teammate and friend, Maurice Stokes, a Hall of Fame player who was paralyzed due to a head injury he suffered during a fall during a game. Uh, so the teammate of the year award uh, good goes to him. And Shannon really puts, sets the bar very high if I ever get injured during a Roto Hoops game. <laughs> Uh, Ken, who is your, uh, no, no, Shannon, it's no, your, who is your long shot. shot. Yes. I'm really surprised that like Kermit Washington was never mm. teammate of the year. Uh, or, or what about Bobby Portis and, uh, oh man, who's the guy who Bobby the European Miritich. Yeah. Miritich, Nikola Miritich. Yeah. There you go. Both former of the year. Bucks now, by the way. Yeah. Or not he, former, Portis still a buck. All right. So I, I, this might be the lowest rostered player we have ever recommended. He has 1% rostered on Yahoo. Lindy Waters, 24-year-old forward for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's he's playing well. The, the Thunder are, are sitting everyone for the remainder of the season. And Waters has stepped up. He Over the past three games, he's playing 28 minutes per, 17 points, three rebounds, two assists, 1.3 steals. And... Five three-pointers made on 11 attempts per game. Um, if you're looking for three-pointers, you're looking for some scoring, Lindy Waters will be worth a stream. Four games next week, too, for your Thunder. And he's basically just a young Mac. He's like an unknown Ben McLemore. Same situation. Absolute ben, garbage lineups. He might be older. Like he might be older than Ben McLemore. <laughs> Uh, Lindy Waters, 24. Ben McLemore, oh, he's 29. Okay. All right. Man, he's been in the league that long. That means, that means we're old. Oh, Clearly established. That's clearly oh, established. 
Ben McLemore has been in, this, in the NBA for like nine years. That's oh, insane. I love how this pod's just gone totally off the rails. This is how we end strong, boys. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Lindy Waters has come up so much on this podcast. But I've, I've brought him up on like the past three episodes with Nick. He shot 38% from the field as a senior. Where what was happened? he? He's a 24-year-old rookie. Has he been overseas? Has he been G League this whole time? What, what do we know uh, about Lindy? Probably G League. Yeah, play, been playing in the G League. I mean, 54% uh, yeah. in the G the League. Yeah, with the blue. Yeah, G 50% League. from three. I mean, he's been hitting threes. I, got, I guess yeah. we got to respect his G League accomplishments. Okay, Ken. Dull suggestion. Dull suggestion. I have two dull suggestions. Uh, Damian Jones. Sacramento Kings, rostered 11% of Yahoo, 3% of ESPN. He has started the last four games at center for the Kings uh, because Sabonis is out. Thursday night, he had 24 points, nine rebounds, five assists, and four blocks. It's probably a one-time aberration, but what the heck? This, this is the dull suggestion of the week. You know, it's a long shot. Give it a try. Kings only have three games next week, but here's an even duller one. You ready? You're ready to just go to sleep. Alex Caruso. He's got four games next week with the Bulls. He started the last seven games. We were talking about Killian Hayes if you need dimes and steals. Same with Caruso. Four, uh, Almost four and a half dimes a game, 1.6 steals per game, and one three-pointer per game. Anyway, there's dull suggestion. Caruso with his four games will add up some counting stats if you need assists and steals. Caruso, roster him earlier in the year when he's going crazy with steals worth adding i think uh very no dull ball. yeah don't expect don't expect much besides the steals all right win bet time ken Ooh, yes win bet is the exclusive sports book sponsor for rotowire's fantasy podcasts win bet brings you all the latest action with a user-friendly interface money line bets boosted parlays over-unders round robins live betting and so much more at your fingertips. Want a break from sports betting? Head into WinBet's digital casino and take a spin on roulette, double down on blackjack, slam the slots, or try your hand at Baccarat. WinBet is currently available in nine states. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Minnesota, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, while rapidly expanding. At WinBet, the possibilities are limitless. Register for WinBet today make a qualifying deposit, and wager to receive $200 in free bets. The promotion may vary by state. Download WinBet now. That's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T, as in the win in Las Vegas. WinBet, the exclusive sportsbook partner for Rotowire's fantasy podcasts. Thrive. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about Thrive. Thrive is back. They've been back. Uh, for another season of fantasy basketball, and they're running guaranteed contests every day this NBA season. With Thrive Fantasy, you can eliminate the countless hours of research, focus only on the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. Sign up today and get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. Here's how to claim that subscription. Visit rotowire.com slash thrive. Deposit a minimum of $10 and receive a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Play in your first paid contest, and you will receive the free six-month Rotowire subscription. Well said, Alex. And now, gentlemen, it is time for your Friday DFS picks, brought to you by FanDuel. Our partners at FanDuel are giving away a slam dunk offer for new users. Sign up and deposit just $10 then receive two free entries. That's two free entries. Compete for real cash prizes all season long with FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com and sign up today. We have a 10-game slate today. Highest over-under, Minnesota at Denver, 241. Sacramento at Houston, 232. As always, check the Rotowire lineups slash injuries page for the updates there, especially... At this point in the year, we had early in the year, we had the COVID stuff destroying the league. And then we had like a brief window of like 15 games where it was all fine. And now 
It's tanking season, and it's a disaster again. I think the Shannon, entire Pacer lineup is game time decision for tonight. Is that right? The entire roster. Oh uh, yeah, that sounds that's that's right. As, yeah, that's par for the yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shannon, I I too have highlighted the Grizzlies as value, uh, but I will let you take the core. Uh, the I'll let you take the court on this one. Yeah, I mean Adams probably sitting, Bain probably sitting, Jackson. Tyus Jones, Morant, they're out everyone. So, you know, basically their top six rotation players, you know, you know, minus Dylan Brooks, who's still still healthy. They're out all those guys. So someone has to step up. So Brandon Clark, Xavier Tillman, Dylan Brooks, Melton, Zaire Williams, any of them. You know, th- that's probably the starting five for tonight. And, and I really do believe any of those options – are a good pick on FanDuel for the night. You know, Dylan Brooks is 5,700. Most, or he and Melton are the two most expensive of that bunch. Um, I expect Brooks to lead the team in scoring uh, with everyone else out. 40 shots, maybe yes. 50. Yes. <laughs> um, and then my, my second favorite pick is actually Brandon Clark. Um, you know, Clark, Clark's over a minute. Uh, over a fancy point per minute, and he's forty four hundred dollars on FanDuel, and he should easily play thirty plus minutes tonight. Um, hopefully, we we see thirty five, thirty six from him. Um, and with that, you know, he has he has upside for forty fantasy points. Yeah, I think uh, I'll, I'll touch on it a little bit later. We have a, a special rant arriving at the end of the podcast regarding these Grizzlies players' statuses because they are not technically out yet. Right. Um, I uh, yeah, I think that's a good call that allows you to get uh, obviously a ton of other high-level value. I mean, you could throw Jokic in your lineup, Towns in your lineup, Dejounte Murray. Do that. Um, uh, Ken, I want to get your quick opinion on the Boston. Now that Robert Williams is out, is this just more Al Horford? Is this Grant Williams? I know I have to let you decompress a little bit after that. That is a stab in the heart, but uh, it's both. You know, I mean, remember Al Horford's 87 years old, so he really shouldn't be playing more than 32, 33 minutes. It's a whole lot of Grant, but doesn't mean he's shooting necessarily. He'll take his open corner threes. He'll do at least one or two pump fake threes and drive to the hoop. Uh, you'd frankly rather see him pass on those drives than shoot. Not the strongest finisher. He's improved that aspect of his game. Uh, it really means a lot of Derek White and the team going smaller. Uh, so, um, but uh, there's no no one can replace the Time Lord. You know that, Alex. I know. Not that. in this dimension. Yes. <laughs> you know, Grant Williams might not have fantasy, many fantasy points in 25 to 30 minutes, but he's going to be a great teammate that entire yes. time. Gosh, golly, guys are going to love him. Did Robert <laughs> Williams' injury lock in Grant Williams as teammate of the year? He's Can you bet star. on teammate of the year? Is that a bettable thing? Oh, a... man, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I hope not. Me, love, Kevin Love better be the longest odds, let me tell you that much. <laughs> Asshole. As if he gets teammate of or over the uh, of the year over Boban, who is also a candidate, uh, the fans would absolutely revolt. Uh, revolt. Uh, Shannon, do you have a particular other than the Grizzlies? Is there a particular team that you're targeting? I, I really like that Denver uh, Minnesota game. That over under two forty one is just insane. And on the on the Minnesota side, their three stars are actually all great values for the night. Anthony Edwards, 6,800. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is only 5,400. He has been a thorn in my side because it's tough. I see a guy who's averaging 34 fantasy points per game on, on the season. Um, only 50. He's been right around that mid to high 5,000 range uh, for the past handful of games. But he also is warranted that that low price because he's been – pretty bad for about eight games. I, I think only two out of the past eight games is he top 30 fantasy points. Not great. Uh, I do like him a little bit more tonight with the matchup, um, but the, the most obvious play for me uh, from that game is Towns. Towns is 8,500. I wow. can't remember the last time he was that low. I'm not sure what happened with, with FanDuel's algorithm for tonight. You know, I know Towns has a handful of I believe it's of games. below 9,000. 
Can't believe it's no, it's, it's, in, it's insane. I mean, he's averaging almost 45 fantasy points per game on the season. I understand he has a handful of games uh, with sub 40 point outings, but I mean, this guy, he's got one of the highest, one of the highest individual fantasy games of the season, um, you know, just in the past few weeks and, and the past two games against Denver, 52.8 fantasy points and 54.5 fantasy points. I expect him to have a big game against Jokic. Gotta love think, Jokic, but he's no Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously, and for Towns, if you're if you're playing cash, 50-50s, Towns at 8,500, he's a guaranteed 35 fantasy points. Like just high, extremely high floor. And obviously, you went for the GPPs as well. He's had some monster games. So like it, I, I think you're right. I think it's a great value. People are gonna look at those last four games, maybe to be discouraged. Um, but I I certainly wouldn't be. It's just uh, it's just a small stretch of bad shooting, um, I think, is what it comes down to for him and like one bad rebounding game. And that can that can just tank your price and then make you a, a smart play, I think. Yeah, I mean, that is a, that's a good game to target. That Sacramento-Houston game uh, as well, uh, another must-watch. I think you have to – there are <laughs> – there's going to be value there. The question is, where exactly is it going to come from? So we have Christian Wood out. For Houston, we know that, which means it could be a Sangoon game. However, he is also questionable. Ugh. On a positive note, he's played 20 minutes in like, I this is like eight, nine straight games. 29 fantasy point average at 5,700. So he's about at value right now on his, on his salary. Sacramento, obviously pretty short in the front court right now. No Sabonis. Rashawn Holmes also out. They're starting Damian Jones and Trey Lyles, who yeah. Trey Lyles in his own right um, might be a play tonight. It's they, just yeah, it's, it's clearly ta- Uzma uh, Garuba time. Yeah, Uzma, Uzma <laughs> Garuba uh, 100% could be in play. Um, Notify Spain. Notify Spain. Get everyone get on television. Let's go. It's, Guba t- it's a Garuba time. Trey, uh, Trey Lyles over the past six games, averaging 30 fantasy points, going uh, and it's $5,400 going up against a porous front court. Let's put it that way. Uh, so I think, I think that game is worth targeting as well as the other two games that we've already mentioned. Um, Shannon, anything else stick out to you tonight? Yeah, I, I like Greg Brown, Portland Trailblazers power forward as, as a value play for tonight's slate. Uh, 3,700 on FanDuel. You know, he, he's been up and down when he does see minutes. His most recent game, he, he earned the start. 27 minutes, 9 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 block. Um, yeah, not not a great game from him, but but I do think there's upside for more. There's been a couple times where, you know, he had 31 fantasy points uh, just a week ago. Uh, so I, I think there's upside for more, especially with how thin Portland is in the front court. I mean, it's basically going to be Eubanks and Brown um, are the two options at the four and the five. They really don't have anyone else. I guess Reggie Perry could possibly get some minutes. Um, but who knows? Yeah, Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> um, but I do like Brown at 3,700. 3, if you want to be a contrarian uh, for their front court, then I guess Perry is the guy you target. I uh yeah, Brown's a good call, thirty seven hundred. So you're not not you don't really need much, and he has a thirty one fantasy point game under his belt. Um, you know some he's got a few twenty pointers under his belt, and averages about a fantasy point per minute if you're controlling for just games where he's seeing at least ten minutes. So games that like we actually played. So if you're getting someone at thirty seven hundred that could play twenty five minutes that averages a fantasy point per minute, then you are that's that's just good value. That's just how you play the game. Uh, I think, I mean, I, I don't have any other strong leans. Obviously, like at the very top of the slate, I will say this is a stacked slate because you have five guys in that 10,000 plus value of DeJounte Murray going up against Portland. That could be a monster game for him if he doesn't uh, sit out early. <laughs> Although he played Portland the other night in 30 minutes, still put up 47 fantasy points. So he almost touched value regardless. I think it's hard to... Um, I think it's a good play. LeBron is up there as well. Not sure I'd play him if he came back. Doncic against Washington. That should be a slaughter as well. 
Uh, Doncic, like DeJounte Murray, another guy who's all pretty much always going to play at least 35 minutes, even a, a close to blowouts. Uh, Jokic versus Minnesota, we mentioned the high over 100. Giannis on the second night of a back-to-back going up against the Clippers. Um, not in love with the play, just because it's the second night of a back-to-back and he's still dealing with knee soreness. I don't think he has an injury status, though, but um, at some point he's going to cool down 12,000. It's a technically 1,100. Uh, 11,800 huge price to play pay for Giannis uh, even though he's generally been worth it so we do have a superstar returning to action Anthony Davis 7600 um I, I mean that that's that salary is fantastic for Anthony Davis for for any any player who's averaging 48 fantasy points per game the the big question with Davis is the you know what kind of minute minutes limit will he have um I have to assume he'll have one um Typically in these kind of long layoffs, I feel like it's usually in that like 25 minute range. Um, I don't know if that's enough for me I to roster. The, the angry Pelicans assigned Jackson Hayes to roll Davis's leg. Yeah. <laughs> He's out in the first quarter. Yeah, well, uh, I've got some yeah, bad just... Jackson Hayes jokes that I will not, <laughs> not right. going to go Ooh, Maybe I should have gone with someone else. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to, yeah, I, I think. If if they come out and say Davis has a thirty minute cap, I'm a lot more tempted to play him. Yeah, um, a lot more tempted. Yeah, there is a slight revenge narrative against the Pelicans, but it is in LA, so it's not the full narrative. Um, yeah, I, I I'm with you on that, Shannon. If it's if it's less than thirty minutes, it's tough. Um, you know, I just seventy six hundred. Some people are gonna play him. There are gonna be a lot of people who play him. I think. I, I, I'm just not sure I'd be that guy. I think there are probably other values at seven. Like you could just play Chris Middleton or, mm-hmm. you know, Drew, Drew Eubanks. You might be the safer bet. It probably is the safer bet at this point. And, um, you know, since, since our show has been so Detroit heavy, we should end this segment on a Detroit note as well. Uh, Cade Cunningham, $8,300, a walking 40 plus fantasy points against OKC. I think he's going to have one of his bigger games of the season. Uh, and then we have Marvin Moneybags is out. Uh, he, well, most likely out tonight. Uh, he had to leave Thursday's game early with an injury and is considered doubtful. That means a lot of minutes for Stewart and Kelly, the clinic, Olenek. Uh, I think, smell a one for seven from Stewart coming up. Oh, Maybe. yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, he had a donut last night uh, in the scoring department. But he got you some boards. Some of those tippets got to go in, right? One of them. Goodness. Right, right. He's still, uh, Stewart's still on one of his better stretches of the season, but uh, 5,800, a little bit too expensive given his production. So if I'm going with one of the Pistons big men, uh, it's probably Kelly Olenek, who I think should be considered the favorite to start alongside Stewart in the front court with, with Bagley and Grant both out. Um, we'll, have, we'll have to see, but, but I think Olenek at 4,100 could end up being a good value. Okay. I think it's time, Ken, for your final old man rant of the season. Ah, so it's the last pod of the season. I'm going to go with three mini rants. Number mm. one, Time Lord! Time Lord! We were on fire! The Celtics were unstoppable! Best efficiency on both sides of the ball. And then the inevitable Time Lord injury happened. We were in first place for one day. It was glorious. Get well, Time Lord. Number two, I hate ISO plays. Teamwork makes the dream work. Pass the damn ball. Watching Harden pound the rock until there are two seconds on the shot clock is boring. Can we please run actual plays out of timeouts? Lob it to our star is not a play. Also, despite last night's Oh, this is rant number three. Despite last night's Bucks Nets thriller, the 14 games below 500 Lakers are still the top story on ESPN's NBA homepage. That's terrible. Ah! And now we kick it to Alex for a young man rant. Go, Alex. I'm not going to scream. Uh, headphone headphone users do not have to. Just take their headphones out very rapidly. 
Uh, this is this is a classic along my lines of ranting. Coaches just lying, teams doing stupid injury reports. Kind of sick of it at this point in the year. Why are you still lying? Um, Ty Lu came out on March 24th and gave minutes limits to two of the veterans, Marcus Morris and Nick Batum, and also Reggie Jackson. But we're going to ignore that one because he said he was going to be a 34 minute limit, although it still qualifies. Um, so actually, you know what? We'll throw that. In. It's the old, it's, it's the young man rant. So if Ty Lu comes out, makes a point, comes out and makes a point to say Reggie Jackson for the rest of the season, for the rest of, until the play it capped at 32 minutes, Marcus Morris for the rest of the regular season capped at 25 minutes, Nick Batum for the rest of the regular season capped at 19 minutes. Immediately after Batum said it's capped at 19 minutes, he plays 23 minutes. Then 22 minutes. Last night, he played 38 minutes. Double his minutes limit that was established for no reason. (laughs) Um, Marcus Morris, after his 25-minute limit was established, played 15 minutes. Oh, okay. That's actually lower. Um, Then played 27. It's like, well, uh, you know, 39 minutes last night. Reggie Jackson, 40 minutes last night. Why even say anything? Like, why are you anyway? Uh, we also have 34 points last night. He's on fire, he's out of minutes limit. It's not like what is limit? They have nothing mean? to play for. They this is like this is like the Jerry Seinfeld reservation bit when he tries to get the car. It's like <laughs> you can just say people are on limits, but if they exceed that, then it's not a limit. You can just say people are on limits. Um, what second, I love, what I love for people that don't know Alex. This is the angriest Alex ever gets. It's really not that yeah. angry. I, I, I don't. Shannon, do you even call this a rant? It's more of like an irritant. No, it's, irritant. Yeah, it's, it's not a rant. It's not a rant. Uh, I'm not even going to rant touch for on Alex. The, it's a rant. I'm not even going to touch on the Pacers. Do it. Stop. Just stop listing them as que- Brogdon's been questionable for six games. It's a 50-50 chance. This is like flipping a coin and landing on tails seven times in a row, except. That's that's literally a 50-50 shit. You know, anyway, the Grizzlies tonight, we mentioned them. Great value in DFS because, uh, you know, they're resting four starters. Technically, they aren't because they're doubtful. Why? Why would you list Why? four guys as doubtful Why? instead of just ruling them out? Can you, can, listeners, can you tell which of the three of us is assigned listing the injuries every day for the NBA? It's our man, Alex. And I applaud the work. All Thank these you, lying yeah. coaches, I applaud the work Alex does every day to make our glorious NBA lineups page as effective as it is. And the number one most popular page on rotowire.com. True. And I'll keep this short because it's this is this is why it's annoying. Okay, each one of these updates takes like two to five minutes to write, maybe shorter if they're fast. So you have to write one saying these four guys are doubtful. Then later, I'm going to have to write one probably right before game time when other lineup changes are happening. More important ones that actually matter. I'm going to have to write four more notes. It's going to take me 10 to 15 minutes saying these guys are actually out. Then I'm going to have to write four more notes because there are four new starters. And had you just ruled these guys out the day before and announced your starting lineup because it doesn't matter because you're tanking this game, then I could get that all out of the way and I wouldn't have to deal with all of this while also dealing with other lineup stuff today, like the Pacers, for example. That's all I got. <laughs> Tapped out. He got a little more rantier, rantier there insane, at the end, man. Shannon. He got a little, he got a little, a little more, right? It's insane. Yeah, yeah it was all right. <laughs> That's Mispr- high praise from Shannon. High praise. Mispronounced names. Uh, you had to type out the pronunciation for Thanasis's name in the notes, Ken. I think I got it right, though. You did. I I wrote his name in the mispronunciations on the assumption I would get it okay. wrong. And then I decided I'll do some research. I'll look it up. And then I found it. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. I, yeah, right. I had to, what do they say? Spell it phonetically? Is that what you call that? In the, in the, yeah. 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 But can you spell phonetically? No. <laughs> <laughs> No idea. <laughs> uh, okay, everybody. That'd be that one where, little... like, you, you type it in poorly, and this you can't even get yeah. close enough for spell check to, like, they're like, frog? What are you trying to say here? 
you know. You're just like PH, and then you just smash the keyboard, and they're like, we got it. We got it, boss. Uh, machine learning at its finest. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by WinBet. Ken, take us out of here. Hey, instead of our usual out quote, I want to instead thank all our loyal listeners. And if you're still listening this long in the pod, on our last pod at the end of the season, you are indeed a loyal listener. Thank you. Thank you for enjoying either the audio podcast and or our waiver wire videos on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you, Ramet. Thank you to these super fans, Ramesh, Mike, Keith, Carlos, Rohan, and all the other super fans out there whose names I didn't collect. We really appreciate it. We'll be back in September to answer all your NBA preseason fantasy hoops, hoop questions. Have a great summer. Attention passengers, for this season, this three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.